1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Down the blind, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. But it will
1: Uh, next, the Dragons. Uh, Dragons are reportedly in talks with Helam Luki and Finny Fuyaki. Uh Flanagan has confirmed that Flanagan, his son, uh, and Hunt will be the hires in 2024. He also said basically that Flanagan can run the team and Hunt can uh, be the six, essentially. Like, he didn't say can be the six, but wouldn't have to worry about running the team because Flano can do that. So, we were discussing the other week how we felt that Flano wasn't really a six. We felt at, at the most, sorry, he's a seven, potentially even a nine. It seems that Flanagan agrees, as in Shane Flanagan, um, that I wonder whether they run out with six and seven on their backs because it's like almost more pressure. But let's just assume they are going to go all the way. Flano has a seven jersey. Hunt has the six jersey. Boys, what do you reckon?
2: Yeah, look, as we said last week, uh, you know, when Volkman was available, he would have been my 5'8 because I think Flano is more of a 7. If Shane's going to run with this approach, I don't hate it. Um, it's just hard to imagine anyone else holding the keys to the Dragons other than Ben Hunt.
1: Like, what? okay, so it's going to be – like, that's a key point there because it is Ben Hunt's team through and through. And I, I just wonder, like – how do you say to Flano, you direct the team around, but at the same time, no, it's actually Hunt that is responsible for the team? It's a very like, who's to blame them? Who's the reason for certain things happening?
2: Especially when it was only a few weeks ago, as we read the quote the other day, that Shane was saying he's been signed as a hooker.
1: Yeah, signed as a nine. It's, it's a right.
2: it's a big flip to go from signed as a hooker when we've got two hookers mm. to you're leading this team around the park. Like, it's it's a... Strange little term, but this is the reality of the situation the Dragons find themselves in, isn't it? Jimmy?
0: I'm intrigued, concerned, excited about this. I don't know what's going to happen or how it's going to pan out. The concern is for obvious reasons, like for all the what you just said, like how is this not Ben Hunt's team? But I'm excited because the idea of Ben Hunt as like, not having to worry as much about steering the ship but just focusing on running the football and attacking rugby league. He's so good at that as a number seven whilst having to get the team around the park. So if Flano can come in and do a job and steer this team around while Benny Hunt just goes, all right, how do we penetrate? How do we penetrate? Where do we score points? That's exciting. Mm. But it's a lot of pressure on Flano to be able to do that. And I am not, don't know if he can. Don't know if he, I'm not saying he can't, but... It's, it's an all-in call. It's an all-in
2: call, yeah. 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 And, I mean, it's it's hard to be a halfback and dictate terms when your team's on the front foot. Reality is, when I eyeball their forward pack, I don't think they're going to win the middle week in, week out. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be a big test. And, you know, that's the reality of playing halfback. If you're, I don't care who you are. Outside of if your name's Andrew Johns, if your forward pack isn't winning the middle, it's bloody hard to be a
0: halfback. Mm. One, one thing that I do feel like playing under Shane, there isn't... Like Shane Flanagan knows tenfold more than the next best person about how Kyle Flanagan plays his rugby league. Mm. He will know it inside out and back the front about his strengths and weaknesses, and he will play to them and he'll set his team around those. Can it work because of that? Maybe it can. Mm. Look, the, the the part
1: I like about it is the all in nature of it. Like mm. we're not, you know, kind of like oh. Put him in the sixth jersey and we'll see how it goes. Like it's going, oh, he's come out and said that he's gonna get the team around the park and Benny Hunt doesn't have to worry about it. Um, ironically, in the if you were to look at what is the best setup to it for the highest chances of this working, that actually probably is the best setup. Like like for example, Hunt at seven getting the team around the park and Flanagan being the sixth that's like attacking weapon. I don't think that's – I think that's like one foot in, one foot out. You're kind of just going, oh, well, we're putting him because we had an injury with Volkman and all that kind of stuff. So I like it from the the set of like very clear direction, clear message to the boys. But in practice when you're out on the field, you know, when does Benny overcall? When Like the amount of times that they were just getting dominated and, and Benny would overcall something and throw a big long ball to get him out of trouble, it's quite a lot. Who takes over the kicking? You know, Flanagan, Flanagan has a decent kicking game, but not great. Not, you know, whereas Hunt – uh, relatively long kicking game, if I good, good 40-20, if I recall correctly, and a pretty good kicking game.
0: He'll still do a lot of the kicking. Y- you reckon? I think so.
1: Yeah, I, I just – then, then, then there's that like weird, you know, is he the guy that's directing them out of the trouble? You know what I mean? It, it muddies the water a bit yeah. where it's very easy to go, okay – and I'm talking about Cleary, he's you know the best or whatever. But Cleary, you're the guy, you kick out of trouble, blah, blah, blah. When we get in attacking sets, Luai, short-kicking game, yeah. all that kind of... Whereas Nana gets in this weird... Okay, Hunt, do you do all the kicking? When does Flanagan do the kicking? If you are doing all the kicking, there's no pressure on Flanagan. I, I'm excited to see how this works. Because if he makes it work, it'll be one of the better coaching kind of... Uh, Results that we've seen in a while, like to go to the Dragons and everything that's happened around their half situation. We have to remember they're sitting right now. If if you're assuming Balkman was going to start, this is their third. Like if you went back 12 months, this would be their third or fourth, their fourth halves pairing with all the drama that's happened. So if Flano pulls this off, it's honestly, it'd be I wouldn't say a miracle because we've seen Kyle Flanagan do well at the Roosters when he had Cooper, uh, sorry But Kiri's a very different player to Hunt. In saying that, I do think Hunt could play similar to Kiri with his running game. So it's super complicated, but it's going to be exciting. You're to right.
2: See. Like a miracle might be a stretch, but you know, even those four or five halves options you just mentioned, like the only constant through there is Ben Hunt, who didn't want to be there three months ago. Like it might not be a miracle, but it's going to be a bloody good knock to make this all work. That's well, assuming
1: they don't have a single injury. Nothing goes wrong. In Good thing for the dragons. The last quote from Ben Hunt was like oh, almost if he was going to resign. Mm-hmm. So, like that's the fact that he came out and was talking as if he's going to be there. You know, we need to build towards the future. All that good stuff. You know, maybe Flanner has really instilled some kind of uh, look. We know he can. Uh, we said it last week on the show. There's one coach you want dealing in chaos. It is literally Flanagan. Like this guy. I wouldn't say his whole career at the Sharks, but a huge chunk of it was surrounded in controversy and chaos. And he just backs against the wall went on that incredible win streak, got the job, job done somehow. So, like, he does seem to thrive in these environments. I
0: don't, I don't think they can worry... not worry, but get too zoned in on the idea of just, like, left and right corridors for their halves if they're going to do this. Like, and this is where I think the excitement comes out that Benny Hahn, he's got to be a swinging 5'8", getting his hands on the ball as much as he can, particularly if he's not having to worry too, too much about getting them around the park... He needs to be swinging both sides, I and getting as many touches as he can off the back of Kyle Flanagan, which, what can come of that? Well, look, put it
1: this way. If Kyle Flanagan can play the best he possibly can play, and Benny Hunt fully buys into this, I'm excited to see Benny Hunt one a bit right, like a little bit wider on the rock, and with more space being created by seven, rather than like, you know, last year, Ben Hunt has to create all the space. Like, he has to create all his own space. Whereas Benny Hunt a bit wider, like that, and, and everything working well—that's pretty exciting. I think as well, you know, if you,
2: which it sounds like they will, if you throw Zach Lomax into the fullback role, you have him and Benny Hunt just playing eyes up.
1: Oof, that is pretty.
0: Like it could be very dangerous. Yeah. And if if we always talk about like Benny Hunt goes down injured for them, like they're just in all sorts. They still are. Don't get me wrong, but at least they have still got their main yeah, organized there to get around. Yeah. So there's a bit of insurance there.
1: Yeah. It really just all hinges on you know how does Kyle Flanagan play? Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about pressure. Oh, my God. The media the first few weeks with him at seven, if it doesn't go well, is going to be like – I mean, I can't even describe it. It's going to be World War Three.
2: Yeah, which is, you know, you go into being a halfback knowing that it's all on your shoulders Mm. when you add in all these other factors, Dad's the coach, preseason or like everything – and I feel sorry for Kyle to be – I feel sorry for Kyle in general because he's coming to first grade – Had to come into first grade and fill the boots of Cooper fucking Cronk at a new club. Like, it's been tough from the start, but the expectation now is going to be huge.
1: I'll tell you what. Got the mosh bounce back written already if Kyle Flanagan bounces back. Absolutely. You know what they say about uh, pressure, though, boys? Makes diamonds. Burst pipes or makes diamonds. Oh, okay. Is Kyle a pipe or a diamond? We're about to find out. 2024. We'll see. A pipe or a diamond? There you go. There you go. What do you think about the whole situation? Well, got, I, I agree with Guru 100%. A bit of pressure from the old man just going, your team, you're running it. Mm. but Because, um, like, the, the, the headline is yeah. Hunt has been moved from seven in that team to six to accommodate Coach's son. Is that is that fair? Is that true? Like, you know, it's obviously true. But is it fair? You know, probably not. But it's still the headline that's going to be out there.
2: Well, the headline's going to be he's been moved from nine to six to seven.
1: Mm.
2: If mm. they want to paint that narrative, they can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But i tell you what. How exciting would it be if the Dragons come out next year? Flano plays as good as we know he can. Hunt is killing it at six. Mm. He loves it because we know how good his ball running is. And they go on this run like that would be so good to watch. And, and I, mean, Nathan, I think Nathan and Ivan. It'll be the battle, and then and then Billy and and, and Kev. Yeah, <laughs> I think
2: with really? Shane too. When you look back at that Cronulla Sharks premiership they had, like he had that forward pack absolutely humming mm-hmm. that year, and they just went into every game going to war and. You know, I look at that Dragons pack, and I I think it's one of the bottom four packs at the moment when you put them all on paper. But hopefully, Shane can use that against them. Go, hey, no one's expecting shit. No one's expecting anything from this pack. Siege mentality.
1: Mate, what, what a if if Flanagan turns this club around, like what a uh, you know something to have on your resume. Like walking into what he's walked into with everything that's happened in the last few years at the Dragons, all the drama, all the. Like, even, it's even been a massive win, the fact that Ben Hunt is now being quoted quite positively as, as if staying. Like, that's a huge win for uh, Shane Flanagan off the yeah. bat. Like, before Flanner arrived there, he was gone. And then, you know, fast forward eight weeks, all of a sudden Benny Hunt's giving out quotes that seem quite committed to the club. Like, I mean, that's... Like, if you were going to give a performance review of a preseason for a new coach, like, that's pretty big tick right there, just to get that sorted. Um, with with everything else that's been going on, um, and look, and this doesn't take away the fact they still handled the Vulcan situation, got should have got a medical, all that stuff, and Warriors should have, you know, got better scans or whatever. But there's been some wins for Flana, and I tell you what, I was speaking about it before the the show. As a someone that enjoys the theater of rugby league, I'm actually enjoying Dragons in the headlines all the time because we're talking about them. Whereas, like, I feel like you know, last few years. There hasn't been that buzz around them, all. and I know it's you could say it's negative buzz and all this, but like we're, we're speaking about it with the Tigers, like yeah, I get it as a Tigers fan. It's you know you're seeing the negative headline all the time, but you'd rather be in people's consciousness than not. Yep. And at least the Dragons right now, even though there's been dramas and, and all that kind of stuff, we're talking about them.
2: Oh, look, we get to round one. There's so much to watch here. Yeah. How Flano goes at seven. How Ben Hunt goes roaming. Lomax in a new position. You know where does Bird play? Where where does Jack Bird play? The you know the two hookers read in the preseason that Flano had been signed to play nine. They've got something to prove now.
0: Yeah.
1: Blake Glory has he learnt to step yet? <laughs> 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 oh, one of the great years from the big blocker. One of the good years from the big fella last year. Did he win a player of the year? The big fella, he was great. It was it was actually his off. best season last year. He was great for him. Uh, anything else on the Dragons boys? No. All good, mate. Tao uh, Tao retires, uh, played 87 games for Roosters, Cowboys, Broncos, Knights, Rabbitohs and Dragons and represented Samoa three times. Shout out to Tao Tao uh, Any other rugby league news, boys? Just on Tao he would have
2: been front and centre of the CBA 2011 Ooh. class. Yep. Um, yeah, crazy when you have a look back at his career, especially the last season. In his last three games of first grade, he scored six tries. Mm. pretty impressive his second last game of nrl he scored three tries in a loss not too many guys scored a hat trick in a loss uh a guy that had so much ability i think he played what five or six clubs there just injury he's one of the great really could have been guys if his body just held together and Mm. you saw that one year at brisbane he played 27 games that year he only played 87 in his career Mm. and he absolutely left center for brisbane that year
1: Yeah, big big like Big center. Yeah. Like, would hate to mark him.
2: Really good fella too. So uh yeah, still mate. 87 games, a very good achievement.
1: Um breaking news. Reynolds has limped off the training park, can't put weight on his leg as he limps off at the Brisbane Broncos. It's not what you want to hear on a Monday, that's for sure. No. No, but we
2: do hear this from Reynolds quite a bit throughout seasons. Has been for the last five years, and he tends to just
1: bounce back toughen up and go for it. Mosh bounce back. Maybe he'll be able to bounce back next week. Yeah. If you see him back in the training, the training paddock, paddock, let us know. Yeah, Mosh bounced back. Yeah. He was season was over last week. Now he's back to training. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe he's getting that Queensland a bit of Queensland. I was about to say that. Yeah. You know, We're just one of our own. he's just like you know, everyone's a bit worried. Oh, okay, Broncos are going to be soft without uh, Reynolds. No, no, he's good to go. He's good to go. Um, uh, Cleary was uh, basically I uh, sorry Nathan Cleary quoted saying it's sad opens up on emotional toll. Of Luai leaving for the Tigers, Um, Cleary said, I played alongside Romy my whole Penrith career since we were 15 years old, which makes it even tougher. It's sad. It's also our business and he needs to look after his beautiful young family. He had had so many people in his ear asking him what he was going to do. So I didn't want to be that guy asking. He's also at the stage of his career where he can make decisions for himself. We all found out at the same time that he was leaving. I never could have pictured Romy in another jersey. Now he's secured his future. We can focus on this year and try to make it special. It'll be, it's my last Ride with him, very fast and furious esque, which is scary. You don't want Nathan Cleary, Channel, and Vin Diesel. If he comes out with a shaved head, it's over. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Live life quarter mile at a time, baby. If he says that, give him the trophy on down. <laughs> yeah, Vin playing <laughs> like Fast and Furious says it's all about family as well. Yeah, that's that's the guy, Vin, Vinny. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Synergies everywhere you look, with the the Fast and Furious. You know what? That's probably going to be Penrith Panthers' theme. Fast and Furious for the year. Imagine if it is. (laughs) 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 Well, and the other scary thing how many sequels of Fast and Furious are there? Boom. How many sequels of Premierships? Holy shit. Well, that's the
0: problem with Penrith and all their success, and they keep losing players because they're such a tight knit group. Every single year, they're losing someone. The staple that's never going to leave that club—you wouldn't imagine—is Nathan Cleary. So every year, Nathan Cleary is going to have this final swan song with his best mate, and then his other best mate, and then his other best mate, and he's going to win a want to win one last comp with that bloke. Next year it'll be Dylan Edwards. The year after, it'll be Liam Martin. They're just—it's not going to work. Like think it gets
2: bigger than this one, though.
1: It's a big one. This yeah. is his highest partner since he's. But maybe they, they were going down the list. They were like, okay, how do we who do we keep? Okay, well, he's his tenth best friend, so we'll get rid of him first. <laughs> oh. Ninth <laughs> best friend. And they just kept chopping until they got fuck, we've only got one less. He's literally his yeah. best mate. Yeah. Um
2: maybe until his brother in ten years, Tom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Cut yeah. his brother. <laughs> oh. Um I look, this it's scary, but you look at his Panthers roster, and I know they lost Critter, and I think Critter is going to be a bigger loss than people. Leave and in Lennon as well, but mainly Critter. Um, there's an argument to be made, they're as strong as they've ever been. Uh, you've got Taylor May coming back in, Tungo on the on the other centre there. You've got Taruva with another year of first grade, uh, To'o strength to strength every single year. This kind of motivation, like this isn't just kind of any player in their squad, Like he is the heart and soul of this squad when it comes to like off the field. It's a big motivation heading into 2024. They are, fa- in my opinion, their favourites to win the comp this year.
2: Without a doubt, they are favourites to win this competition. Um, you have a look at last year and what they went through and everything. Like, it took them four months to work out how they were going to work at nine. They've got that sorted out. They know it's going to be Mitch Kenny. Mm. Going to be no screwing around there. They're a team you don't want to play. Come September, imagine come September when Jerome Lewis has got three games left.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's uh. It's almost a perfect storm, from
2: yeah, and you know they are going to miss Critter so much. I think they're going to miss the icing on the moment, those real key moments that Critter comes up with. But Taylor May comes back into the side. There's a couple of other young guys there, like like Jesse McLean and a few others that will be able to come in the side. And for me, I think the biggest one though is if I'm Nathan Cleary, I'm sitting there going,
1: "Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place."
2: I had the biggest comeback in grand final history. What can't I do?
1: Yeah, the confidence is going to be through the roof. Through the roof. And they are favourites. Three seventy-five. Wow. We're in the middle of history. We, we are. We Enjoy are in it. the middle of the history. It is unbelievable. The incredible uh, club they've set up over there.